Welcome to the Superintend Podcast, a production of the Idaho Department of Education. I'm Communications Director Scott Graff. In today's episode, we're sharing a conversation with you between Superintendent Debbie Critchfield and one of our directors here at the department. Linda Westfall is the department's Director of Child Nutrition Programs. She and her staff this winter are beginning to organize an annual food program that provides students access to free meals when they're on summer break. Specifically, they're asking groups around the state to consider being a site sponsor, especially those in rural Idaho. Here's that conversation on the Summer Food Service Program. Let's talk about the Summer Food Program. What is it? It is where we get sponsors in certain areas, and they provide meals to children, and they're healthy meals. They have a fruit, a vegetable, low-fat milk, a grain, and a meat, meat alternate. Okay, so let's define children. What are, what are the ages? 1 to 18 okay. can show up at any site that's available. Let's talk a little bit about how someone could uh, become affiliated with the program to, to be available, you know, for food to come there. And then we'll talk a little bit about how the program, what, what the program looks like. So someone was interesting in, in helping with this program, which is a federal program. Mm-hmm. Right. And all they have to do, if they're a public or private nonprofit, they would call our office, um, Child Nutrition, and um, express interest in being on the program. And then they'd have to attend training and know the meal pattern. And there are some regulations on that. They have to keep records. But their desire is to feed the children. We will work with them. And this is a summer program. Yes. It takes place out, outside of school hours and then, uh, again, um, reaches down into you know younger ages of kids. So when you say meal, understand meal program, that's just the times. Well, the times, but it's the meal pattern. Oh, pattern. That's the word that you used. Yes. What does that mean? They have to know to give two ounces of a whole grain roll with a chicken patty that's two ounces to give the children the adequate number of calories. Okay. So that's where the training comes in Mm -hmm. because you're not one by one weighing every single thing as someone goes through the line. (laughs) No. Uh, But it's things that can be packaged up in in a sack lunch. Yes. Um, And this is for lunch. It can be breakfast. It can be lunch. Okay. There are two meals a day and the sponsor can choose. One sponsor can do breakfast and lunch and one sponsor in a close area could do snack and a supper. Oh, okay. So when someone decides that they're interested in, in, in becoming a spot for the food, they don't buy the food. They don't have to worry about all of that. They just need to have someone available. I- explain, I guess, a little bit of what it looks like if, if you're agreeing to, to do this. Okay. So you do have to buy the food. Okay. You're, you're getting I'm the learning food. too, folks. <laughs> you're getting the food and you're counting the meals as they come through and you get reimbursed based okay. on how many meals you serve. And it's over $4, but I don't know the exact per amount meal. Okay. per meal. In each part of the state, that's breakfast, lunch, and I believe supper is over four. So that's where that training comes in. So you could, someone that was interested in participating in the program, could look at uh, local food markets. They could access uh, community resources, shop locally, 
come up with so long as it's you know fitting into to some of these the, the calorie count and, and salt count which by the way we'll let's do another pod- podcast just on that because people <laughs> like to be mad at us that we they think we're starving kids uh, we don't make those rules folks and, um and the summer food doesn't have the calorie count okay oh, now we're talking there you go you can nope. give them okay. a big apple and a cup full of vegetables and okay. there are no calorie counts in the summer food program okay very similar to how I run my own life. No, yes. Just kidding. So <laughs> uh, we want community-based uh, folks to be interested in this because um, it just becomes convenient. It's a hub. It's an opportunity to connect uh, with, with other families, particularly in the summer, other kids being around each other. So if someone is interested in understanding what all the ins and outs of the program are, where do they go? Their first call should be to our office and talk to Marianne Leiby, who is in charge of the summer food program at 332-6828. And she can give you all the ins and outs. And the trainings are starting March 1st through March 12th in different areas of the state. So if they are expressing an interest, we need to get them on the program. Are there areas of the state that there are real deserts for this that you're saying, hey, folks that live in fill in the blank, take a look? Definitely. Um, So Region 1 lacks coverage in St. Mary's, Boundary County, Kootenai, Kellogg, Wallace. Okay. We would love to have those. Uh, Region 2, we only have Lewiston, Lapway, and Moscow. So anybody who wants to... Lots of open space there. Yes, there's a lot of open space. Um, Region 3 is generally the Boise area. We're pretty well covered with Boise and um, West Ada School District. But 4 and 5, we have Gooding, Minidoka, Kasha, have a current summer food program, but outside of those central hub cities, they're missing. Right, into the more uh, rural communities where, you know, it's a 20-mile drive in the summer to get to some of these places. So when we, I know there's some other regions around the state, so we would encourage you if you're thinking about it, if we're initiating some thoughts about, you know, maybe we want to do it, um, that that we can get people connected. Again, I really want to emphasize that we're looking for other community partners. It can be at a church. It can be at a library. It could be at a park. It, it can it can be at, you know, at a business. So long as someone there, takes the training, follows the, you know, the, the protocols. And one of the exciting things that we have in summer food this year is a new regulation called non-congregate feeding in the rural areas. That's a big word. Yeah, it's a big word. It means that the sponsor could technically bag up a week's worth of meals and pass them out on Monday for the children to eat all weekend. So someone's not having to drive in every single day or, or, or plan their whole schedule around that if, if there's some food insecurities and, and so forth. When the parent shows up with, with their child, do they have to show their social security number? And I mean, sometimes there's concerns that there's a trade-off. No social security number. They show up at the congregate sites. They just show up and get a meal as long as it's a child between 1 and 18. All right. Somebody that that looks like they're within that age group. You don't have to have called ahead 
or signed up for anything online or put your driver's license in. It's literally anyone in the community yes. that can go. And if you're older and you think they might question you, please just say, I'm 18, and they'll give you food. Gotcha. Okay. Um, what need are we trying to fill with this? I mean, what's what's the point behind it? I, I know there are folks that will question some of this. You know, why is the government stepping in and, you know, doing some of these jobs? These are families' responsibility. You've been at this a long time. What, what are you seeing as, the, as a benefit, why we promote it? We promote it because there are kids out there, some of them are latchkey, that don't have adequate nutrition in their household, and we're trying to fill that gap. And they aren't going the whole summer without adequate nutrition and starting school sort of behind everybody else. And I've seen the kids um, the first few days of school where you can tell they didn't have enough food because that child is going around asking for more. We want them to be nourished. And so when we, uh, again, just thinking about you know, the administration of the program, it, it's, it's through a, a federal program. Every state does it. It's 100% optional. Mm-hmm. And our role in this is to make it um, accessible uh, for families and for kids. And, and that's why we really are trying to promote the, the sponsorship side. In your mind, is there an ideal sponsor? A school is an ideal. They're set up for it. But sometimes their staff goes on summer break. So maybe a person can partner with a school. They have the infrastructure in the kitchen to do it, and they might need the staffing help in the summer. So there might be a trade-off. They can give you the food and the um, kitchen, and you provide the staff for them. Okay. Well, and I, I, a thought is occurring to me, um, senior citizen centers. You know, many of many grandparents are 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 raising and responsible for their grandchildren now. That might also be a logical pairing. That would be wonderful. I've never seen that happen. So kind that of put so put great. that out there. And um, just as a weird side note, I'm just active in the senior citizen center in in my hometown for a number of reasons. But uh, anyway, kind of serving that that similar type of thing. You know, regular uh, nutritious meals, but. As you've been around this for a long time, what are some of the um, the changes that that you see now that you that you think, oh, yay, finally, we've got this program is really going to be at the height of of good stuff. The rural non-congregate, that one allowing the children to take meals off site is the biggest one and the one that we've wanted for a long time. Policing all summer areas to try to get people to stay was always a problem. This will alleviate the problem and maybe get more people to come in. Please think about it out there. Or if you know of someone that you think, oh, this is right up their alley, uh, we can put some um, information, link some things uh, for, for people to have easy access. So Linda, thanks again for joining us. Thank and you. we appreciate knowing more about this awesome program. Thank you. Conversation on the Summer Food Service Program with Superintendent of Public Instruction, Debbie Critchfield, and Linda Westfall, Child Nutrition Director here at the Idaho Department of Education. For more information on becoming a site sponsor, you can contact Mary Ann Leiby at 
The Superintend Podcast is produced by the Idaho Department of Education. Episodes are available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google Podcasts. They can also be streamed on YouTube and the department's website, sde.idaho.gov. I'm Scott Graff. Thanks for listening.